Jenny, I got your number, 867-5309. Well, try to get that onto a uniform, George. I know. That would that would take some doing. It would. Hey, that's George Chapel on Keystone. This is George and Keith's musings. Why is he come up? Were we talking about famous phone numbers, or movies, and songs? Sounds like it. Yeah. Well, that would yeah. definitely be one of them. Close to that. We are part two of uh, uniform numbers. What of all sports, of all numbers, yep. who, what, who was the best with that number? Correct. And we made it from 80 to 99. And I think the bookends we were very pleased with. Absolutely. Um, in between that, we, we had a lot of agreement, but a lot of guys were saying, boy, I wish it wasn't another defensive lineman for the yeah. NFL. Yeah, I, I, I hear you. Uh, and uh, I don't want to give away anything, but I, as we go through the 70s and the 60s, we might be saying some of the same thing. Uh, we will definitely be saying the same thing. Yeah. I, matter of fact, I've got, I've got two that I'm, I'm ashamed they're even out of my list. <laughs> and and I'll, so I'll go first. Okay. I'm, I'm going to get one of them off my back right now. Um, 79, 79 is a pretty cool number. Um, why wouldn't a good, I don't know, even a good hockey player. We talked about how many hockey players we had last time. We were kind of surprised. Yep. And 79 would even be a pretty cool hockey player, but no, I went with by default, um, <laughs> most famous with the Dallas Cowboys. I went with Harvey Martin, another defensive lineman. Yep. Um, I have no second place finisher. There's absolutely no competition for the number 79. He's not in the hall of fame. So George, please tell me that I missed somebody. Uh, you did not miss anybody. Harvey Martin apparently is the only guy ever who wore the number 79. Uh, I think the, the equipment managers just kind of forgot to stock the, the closets with 79. So Harvey got the only one. I think I, he was a Super Bowl MVP, was he not? So I cannot confirm or deny that. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say that he was. I'm eighty. I'm seventy nine percent sure that he ah. was a Super Bowl MVP. So uh, so because of because I'm seventy nine percent sure, uh, Harvey Martin takes away the number seventy nine crown. Okay, your next yep. one seventy eight. Hopefully, it's better than that. Okay, well, number 78, uh, this guy is in the Hall of Fame, at least. And it, he comes from the, the city of Cincinnati. And I don't know what it is about athletes from Cincinnati, but it's like they all have to have a name that you can say like our old buddy Tip. So my number 78 is the Hall of Fame Bengal, Anthony Munoz, or as Tip would call him, Anthony Munoz. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. I love I love Anthony Munoz. So so take Bam. that. Yeah. Well, okay, offensive lineman. Um I went offensive lineman with 78 also, but we talked last week about my love of the silver and black. Okay. So I went with 1989 Hall of Famer Art Shell. Oh, okay. Uh, All right. We've got a little tackle. Yeah. He was good. Those are now. I had yeah. Those are two Munoz of the best ones was, there. Yep, 
Munoz was in my top four. I had two others. Did you have any other no. 78 no. in your backup? No, no, no. Tell, do tell. Okay. They have the same initials even. First is Bruce Smith from the Buffalo Bills. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I, yeah. just as famous for early light beer commercials as for football, but Bubba Smith also was a 78. Was he? Okay, I guess that one that one completely missed me. I would I wish I had known because Bubba Bubba would have given Anthony some competition. But uh, you know, I, I I had to I had to throw some love tips away. So and Anthony takes my uh, my spot at seventy eight. That's fair. Cincinnati yeah. blindness. Yeah, we've all been there. <laughs> yep. Oh, okay. Now seventy seven. Back to me. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised that we agreed uh, last week on a college player. It was a number 98 weird number. What are you going to do? Yeah. Certainly that'll be the end of that. But no, I went back to the well again, George. Um, I mean, he was really? a good, great, great NFL player, but he also was famous for playing college football at Illinois. And I went with Red Grange, the oh, galloping ghost. Wow. that's a, He was 77, huh? He was 77. That, and, uh, 19- that's a great one. Well, thank you. And a yeah. 1963 Hall of Famer, so that's probably why you forgot. Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> I, I was have busy a being up, born but... in 1963. Right. Yeah. I have, <laughs> I have a runner-up, but I'm going to let you do your 77 first. Okay. Well, actually, I had I had a couple of uh, contenders at 77. Uh, neither of them Red Grange, though. Uh, these are both hockey Hall of Fame defensemen. And I know you think I'm going to go with the one guy because he played with the Red Wings, but no, I'm actually going to go with Ray Bork, uh, mm-hmm. defenseman, uh, Boston Bruins for for many many years. Great defenseman there, um, and he he takes the uh, the 77 spot away from Paul Coffey. Paul Coffey was another great player to wear 77. Um, and he was a, he was kind of a fan favorite here in Detroit. But sorry, Paul. Uh, I got Ray Bork, 77. Yeah, Ray Bork was my guy, my backup there, the Red Grange. Now, was Coffee 77 in Edmonton or just when he came to Detroit? Uh, when I, did that happen? Yeah, I I don't know what he – I don't think he was in uh, in Edmonton. He might have been number seven there. But, when you know, the Red Wings retired number seven, so maybe he, he just doubled it up. I, that would be my guess. So, right. I think Ray Bork was 77 forever, so. That, that that gives yep. you that gives you some extra clout in my book if you wear the uniform for a longer period of time. It should, and it yeah. does. I yeah. agree. Yep. Okay, now this is interesting. I want to see what you're going to do here, George. Go ahead. Okay. I've, I'm really happy with my number seventy. <coughs> Excuse me. Wow. I'm really happy with my number seventy six. Uh, not this. This guy fills a lot of s- slots for me as, as as a player that I really like. Uh, one, he's got a great nickname. Uh, two, he played multiple positions. He was He's a football Hall of Famer who is known as a tackle slash kicker. And his okay, numbers, I know where you're going. Okay, and, and his nickname is The Toe. I mean, how can you not like a guy whose nickname is The Toe? Lou The Toe Groza, number 76. He was a tackle, and then after they punched the ball in the end zone, he has to go back and line up and kick the extra point. So I, I love the I, the idea of a number 76 kicking extra points. 
I do too. I saw that and he immediately won me over. Yeah. Uh, 1974 Hall of Famer. So the, there was one runner up and I said, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do another offensive lineman. That was Orlando Pace. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, from, yeah. From the Rams. He's worthy, but come on. Lou Groza. The, the toe. He's, no chance. he's the toe. Yep. Yep. Okay, now 75 is me. And I, uh, after I found this person, I stopped looking. So I, hopefully I didn't miss anything. Okay. But he's also famous for his television commercial. <laughs> and he's a 1987 Hall of Famer on a team I deplore. But it is Mean Joe Green. Yeah. Well, you know, like number 76 before him with a great nickname. Uh, you know, Mean Joe's nickname was so good that if if so if you said, hey, you know, I really like that player Joe Green, you'd say, who the hell is Joe Green? Because nobody ever mm-hmm. called him Joe Green. He was always Mean Joe Green. So he, he gets extra points there uh, for his nickname, which I love. Uh also extra points for the commercial and the commercial, the very famous Coca-Cola commercial at further, further emphasized the number, the number 75 was very prominent in the commercial as he threw it to the kid. So very so, good. Yeah, yes. So, so mean, mean Joe is clearly the number 75, but I did have a, a runner up who's another hall of famer, uh, Deacon Jones of the Rams, uh, mm, good uh, the one. fearsome foursome. He was a great, great player. He was kind of he was known as the guy who coined the phrase "quarterback sack." He was he was the one, and it was he was like known for sacking the quarterback before it even became an official stat. And basically, he would just like put the quarterback in a sack. That was his thing. But as as good as that was, it's still no mean Joe. I did not know that. There's yeah. some quarterback sack trivia. Beautiful. Yeah. That's what we do yeah. here. It's like, it comes at you from every angle. You better be paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I think you're Okay, up. so I'm up. So, you know, poor Deacon Jones got left off the list. So I'm just going to go, like, one right down uh, that defensive line for the Rams. Uh, and I'm going to go with Merlin Olsen at 74. Uh, Hall of Fame defensive lineman. And not only that, he went on to a career as a, as a very mediocre actor, on Little House on the Prairie, and I think he did like Father Father Merlin or some weird some weird ass show in the eighties. So he was like a he was like one of those crappy football actors like OJ, but he's no OJ. He <laughs> I don't think Merlin killed anybody. I'm pretty sure. So uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, and OJ would say that too. A convicted? No, no, never convicted. Uh, there you go. But but um, you try you try and drag <laughs> Lanier up and down the court before he. <laughs> So, so my, anyways, my 74, Merlin Olsen. My 74 is also Merlin Olsen. Okay. He's a 82, 1982 Hall of Famer. And, yes, I was going to mention Little House on the Prairie. Okay. Uh, so, unlike, you know, mean Joe Green, it was it was gentle, <laughs> helpful, peaceful Merlin yeah. Olsen. Yeah. <laughs> Great guy. Okay. 73. Well, let's keep going with these uh, old linemen. And this is on the offensive side of the ball, a 91 Hall of Famer. And we're going to go with John Hammond. Yeah, okay. Uh, a, a palindrome. I love a palindrome. And, uh, yep, I do not even have a backup for 73. So if I missed it, I'm 
going to be stonewalled here. And I'm, I am not going to stonewall you. I got John Hanna as well, Patriot Hall of Fame lineman. Uh, you know, other than that, I can't tell you a lot about him because, you know, hey, he's, he's an offensive lineman. Yeah, he, uh, he would block guys and oftentimes knock them down. <laughs> he, he did that. I, I think he was, known, he was known for that. They said he knocked so many guys down, we're going to put him in the Hall of Fame. Yep, very good. <laughs> All right. So so I'm up to me. Well, well Yep, 72. Well, thank God. Finally, we're getting out of football and hockey. We're getting to another sport and this guy is my first entry on that sport we all love so much, baseball. Say what possible player baseball player is number 72? Well, it's Carlton Fisk. The Hall of Fame catcher, he was number 72 when he was with the White Sox. And he played for the White Sox for like 10 years or so. Uh, he was 27 with the Red Sox. But when he went to the White Sox, he, he switched him around, became number 72, and then went on into the Hall of Fame. So uh, the original pod, so Carlton Fisk. So your service to uh, longevity to wearing one number has gone right out the window. <laughs> well, Hey, come on. This is number 72, though. <laughs> I mean, yeah. If... No, George, I am 100% with you because I don't think Carlton Fist deserves 72, but I'm so damn tired. My other choices were Dan Deardorff, yeah. you know, solid Michigan guy, and Ed Tall jones um, they're, Those are both great guys, but I've already got a cowboy yeah. lineman that doesn't belong on here. I've, I, nobody knows who Dan Deardorff is until they are watching Monday Night Football and he is an announcer. So, yeah, let's go with Carlton it's, it's It's time for baseball, so so hell, hell yeah. And Ed, Ed yeah. Jones, by the way, he's another one of those guys. Nobody ever, you know, he was always too tall, right? Like Mean Joe was always Mean he Joe. Was. He was all, you never called him Ed Jones. You'd say, who the hell's Ed Jones? You're yeah. right. That's a good one. There's a category. Like, people that are so famous by their nickname that you don't know their real yeah. name. Hey, note note that 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 could be a potential. Uh, keep keep those cards and letters coming, yep. people. Maybe we'll you got do it. that. All right. Okay. Now let's let's go back to the NFL lineman slash actor, <laughs> and uh, you might know him better as Mongo. I think was his name. Oh, and I'm, yeah. This 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 guy's going into the Hall of Fame this year if they if coronavirus yeah. allows it. <laughs> But in a 2020 inductee, Detroit Lion, Alex Carr. No, I, that, that, I mean, that's a, that's a great one. I, he completely slipped my mind, and I'm really upset by that because I, I, I would have gone with, with him. Um, I mean, okay, well, I don't have a backup, well, so uh, I, I, I will, but I first have to just show some love for, uh, for Alex here. I mean, I mean, come on, he is Mongo. I mean, that, that's, uh, you know, that right there should put him on, on any number of lists. Um, yep. But I, I was really surprised that he wasn't in the hall of fame already, but I think he got in trouble, trouble with something like gambling or something, some, some kind of, kind of screwed him up, but I'm glad to see he's finally getting, getting his due and uh, getting, getting Mongo into the hall of fame. My 71 uh, is back in hockey and it's Evgeny Malkin uh, of the Pittsburgh Penguins. You know, a good, good, solid player on a, you know, on a, on a good, solid team, Stanley Cup winner. So, uh, you know, 
Certain, certainly a good player, but hey, he, yep. he's, he's no Mongo. The hockey guys are loving yeah. you. <laughs> All right. Okay. Now I'm going to be interested who you got here because there is a guy you're going to be kicking yourself in the butt if you didn't pick. Oh, but go for right. it. What well, do you got? I, I might be kicking myself, but I'm, I'm really happy with my guy. Uh, and it's, it's another guy. I'm really surprised this guy's not in the Hall of Fame. This guy played from in the NFL from 1961 to 1979. He played two full decades. I think at one point he had set the career record for uh, consecutive games played. Uh, he set the record. I think he, at the time he retired, he had the record for most fumble recoveries. He's, but what he is most famous for, this Minnesota Viking defensive end, Jim Marshall, his nickname is Wrong Way because in 1964 he famously picked up a fumble, scooped it up on like his own or on the uh, opponent's 36-yard line, turned around, ran like 60-some yards the wrong way, went into the end zone. He thought he scored a touchdown. He threw the ball in the stands. He went the wrong way, and he got assessed a safety. So, so this, yep, Jim Marshall, Jim, Jim, wrong, Jim wrong way, way Marshall, uh, one of the, certainly one of the most plays in NFL history, rumbling down the field with that big 7-0 uh, prominently displayed. He's my number 70. Yep. Yeah, he thought he was being, like, escorted down the field. By yeah. <laughs> they were all trying to give him a stop. <laughs> That was a beautiful play. I love it. So, yeah. so Jim, what a, Jim, what a you bummer. are forever immortalized on my list here. Okay, George, we're going to go on the wayback machine. Um, do you remember the nights we used to watch a show with Late Night with David I loved Letterman? It. Yeah. Okay, one of our all-time top ten favorite guests was a 1968 Hall of Famer by the name of Art Donovan. Okay. All right. Do you remember our guy? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, he had the brush yeah. cut, and he's a big guy, and his fingers were all crooked, and he would give it. He would give it to Letterman as 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 much as Letterman would give it to him, <laughs> and they had a good time, yeah. and we always loved our okay. Donovan night. I, I do remember that. That's a that's a great uh, that's a great great one there. <laughs> And he's a Hall of Famer, so don't yell at me, people. Probably, if you went to YouTube right now, Art Donovan, David Letterman, you'll probably get uh, 20 minutes. Yeah, of but good also, match. hey, if you went to YouTube right now, you could see Jim Marshall running the wrong way. That's yeah. true. Well, watch them both. Yeah. Take your time. Uh, also, and Jim okay, Marshall, George. by the way, he was a member of those Purple People Eaters, like your Carl Eller and Alan Page that we've talked about already. So. Damn, those guys okay. are all over the place. All right. Um, okay, so now this number, 69, uh, yeah, is it's the worst. I mean, it's a terrible number, right? It's a, it's a horrible number. And apparently people agree with that because this is my worst player in the top 100. He, I could have two players at every number. And this guy would okay. still be the worst one. Um, we're going back to the NFL. And it's he's more famous for being on ESPN than as a football player. But it's Mark Schlereth, oh, okay. who played for the Broncos. Um, I mean, you can imagine, you like, 
Imagine you're a middle schooler and they're handing out jerseys. <laughs> nobody's nobody's going to want to be 69, and your mother's going to be yep. horrified when you yep. come home with that. So that's it. Just starts off at a young age, and nobody's going to get that. And I defy you to find a worst. 69 or if that. you could be the other way, you could be that guy. So yeah, I want to be 69 and just go <laughs> every time you tell people your number thinking like you are like it's some great insight joke, that's, like nobody else in the world knows what the number means. Right. So you could, that's you, true. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. With you that. don't want to be that possible. guy either. No, I actually, I had a couple of decent number 69s though. And, uh, uh, my, I'll give you my runner up first. My runner up was Jared Allen, who has been a pretty solid defensive end, uh, for the Vikings and a couple other teams, I think for the uh, for the better part of the last couple decades, so he he was solid. But the six, the, but the, okay. the one I'm going with, I'm going back to the back to Cincinnati. I know you're going to call me a Cincinnati homer, but this what mm-hmm. makes this guy memorable to me was in the Super Bowl, I think in 1988. I know it was the second time the 49ers played the the Bengals. The uh, 49ers were like driving uh in, into the goal line and Tim Crumry was the Cincinnati nose tackle and he went in for a stop and he like snapped his leg in half kind of like a a uh uh Joe Theismann kind of thing and it was like right during the Super Bowl uh. and you could just see it as and his leg just crumpled and uh yeah that was that was a pretty pretty grim moment but it was memorable and he was carted off the field wearing that 69 jersey. So I've got Tim Crumry uh, at that spot. Okay. That's great. But don't, so then we agree that 69 is the worst it, number it, on Yeah. Our yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty bad. Yeah. It's really bad. Okay. Uh, you are the even okay. number. So 68. What you got? And if it's another. But it's another penguin hockey player. You can hit the road. Well, I'll tell you this: he's not the last penguin hockey player I'll be talking about. Uh, number number sixty-eight mm. is Jeremer Jagger. Although some people call him Yaromir Jagger. Um, I don't know if that's really how you pronounce but it. But okay, he, go ahead. Uh, he's a Hall of Fame hockey player. He played many many years for the Penguins. I I think he became number sixty-eight because sixty-eight I think was. He's he was uh, from Czechoslovakia, and I believe that that was the year they had uh, like independence or some kind of revolution or something. So, sixty-eight had some significance to him, and so he wore sixty-eight. Uh, and I couldn't find another sixty-eight that was even close to him. So, Yaromir Jagr. Yeah, either could I. So I went with yeah. Jagr as well. And um, now, don't uh, don't throw hate mail at me or anything because I didn't do a lot of research on this but I'm pretty sure the dude is 48 <laughs> years old he is still he's still playing yeah, professional is, hockey yeah, in Europe. oh is that yeah that, that's pretty that's pretty impressive yeah. it is pretty impressive okay let's go to 67 and we're gonna go to a local guy and uh, he was part of the oh, electric yeah. company who are the, all those guys up front who blocked for O.J. Yep. Simpson, uh, a 2002 Hall of Famer. McKenzie was yep. from Detroit, and he went to the University of Michigan. I'm sorry, I didn't yeah. even say his name yet. And number 67 is Reggie I, McKenzie. I as well have Reggie McKenzie for those same reasons. 
And why were they called the electric company? Because they turned on the juice. OJ was. Oh, okay. I know yeah, they, they the were. Juice. Boy, you had me there. I didn't know. Yeah, they were called. The, they, that offensive line was called the electric company because they turned on the juice. Yeah. Beautiful. I like it. I thought maybe they're on that kid yeah. show and made with, themselves famous. With Morgan Freeman. Yeah. I was lost. <laughs> no. Okay. Right. right. Okay. Uh, okay, now, I don't want to hear. Listen. No Pittsburgh Penguin hockey players. All right, continue. Okay, on. well, they're uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's Mario Lemieux. Um, first of all, I mean, oh sure, I could have went with Yasiel Puig. There at least is a number, another number sixty-six out there, and it is baseball. But I can't take baseball over over Mario Lemieux. Mario Lemieux was for most of his career the second greatest hockey player on the planet. Uh, he played his whole career really in Gretzky's shadow. Uh, and ironically, of course, his number is 66, which is Gretzky's number just turned upside down. So maybe, uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe there was something to that. That may be why he picked 66. I don't know, but he made 66 famous Hmm. and, uh, Lemieux is, uh, you kind of, he's the hands down 66. Yeah. I picked Lemieux also. Um, so make sure that I send this list to like the Pittsburgh post Gazette or something. Cause yeah. we'll be huge in Pittsburgh. Yeah, but I'll, I'll tell you, the, yeah, don't, don't talk to me when we get to Sidney Crosby. Cause, uh, yeah, I can't stand that guy. I <laughs> know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's on my list. Okay. But late, but 66 wasn't completely vacant of candidates. Um, Ray Nitschke, uh, Packer. Great. And I believe he was in, uh, um, what was the name of that movie with the oh, longest yeah. yard? He oh, was okay. in the longest yard, one of the guards, and then also one of the dirtiest players in NFL history. Oh, Conrad okay. Dobler. Okay, was number sixty-six. So I thought he was. The, they both oh, very deserved good. a mention. Okay. Okay, sixty-five. I know nothing about. Uh, He's a 2003 Hall of Famer. He's an uh, I, I, he's a lineman. I don't know. He's offense or defense. And his name is okay. Alvin Bethea. He may he may have gone to Michigan State, but I'm not going to say that. I don't know. So 65. No, I, I've Alvin got another Bethea. lineman. This guy this guy's a solid Hall of Famer though. Uh, he was a uh, three-time All-Pro, seven Pro Bowl tackle. Played for the Vikings and the Broncos, and it's Gary Zimmerman. Um, you know, I, I, other than that, I can't tell you a lot about him. I'm sure he, he blocked a lot of lions, uh, right into the dirt. So, so, you know, just one more, one more player who beat yeah. the crap out of the lions. Yeah. That's, that's really too much of yeah. an advantage to get to play the <laughs> yeah. lions twice a year. Well, well, and speaking yeah. of that, going to 64 and speaking of getting to play the lions twice a year, I got another Viking hall of famer. This guy's a guard. Played right alongside Gary Zimmerman. Randall McDaniel uh, was number 64 for those teams, and he also, you know, just plowed his way right through the Lions twice a year. Yep. He is uh, my number 64 as well. 2009 Hall of Famer. Um, A distant second was Jerry Kramer, who played football 
for the Packers. He was like a receiver. Yeah. He was pretty good, but Randall McDaniel yeah. was way better than him. Um, all right, 63. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Silver and black. Another offensive line. Yep. Gene Upshaw, who was in the 1987 Hall of Fame, and he's a big player. I don't know if he is anymore, but he was a big he was player the in the players' players union. Yeah. Uh, I think he was. Yeah. I, I believe he was. So he knew his stuff. He could block like crazy, and he yeah. played for the uh, Raiders. Seven, yep, seven Pro Bowls, five All-Pro. Uh, I have Gene Upshaw as well. Okay. 62. All you right. said 69 was your lamest number. 60 or 69 was your lamest number. 62 is by far my lamest number. I couldn't find anyone on here. So I went with this guy. He actually played for the Tigers. That's probably the only reason I even remember anything about this. Jabba Chamberlain uh, was number 62 for the Tigers. Boy. And it's the what? only one. I, 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 I don't think there is anyone else that is number 62. So that's, that's who I've got. <laughs> oh my God, George! Oh my, yeah. Jabba Chamberlain, you have good. Did you? Did he wear? I think with the, the Tigers. The Tigers. I don't know. He may have with the Yankees. The Yankees have all sorts of wow. weird numbers because they've retired half. They, the Yankees have retired half the numbers. So, yeah. uh, let me bail you out real quick so people will forget. Um, there is an NFL Hall of Famer okay. from 1987 who played who played for a team that went 17 and 0. Um, Offensive lineman oh, okay. Jim Langer, well, he's number yeah, he's sixty-two better. for those he, undefeated Dolphins. I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, okay, let's do uh, a couple more. We're out, yeah. we'll end on okay. sixty. So 61, 61 is yeah. my turn. And you remember? Um, I'm trying to find his name from last time. Oh, I did Buck Buchanan. A chief lineman that we said, I wonder who the yeah. hell that guy is, really. And so, so I figured he needed a friend to sit on the bus with, and so I went with okay. Curly Culp. Uh, I, it's Kansas a great name, chief yeah. lineman. But he's, but he's in the Hall of Fame, 2013 inductee into the Hall of Fame. His name is Curly. Yeah, that's yeah, Man, that's pretty cool. Love, you gotta love a guy named. I, I bet he was bald too, right? He's got a, a guy named Curly. It's like calling a, a fat guy tiny, right? I bet, I bet, I bet Curly yep. was bald. It's got to be. Uh, no, 61, I'm going back Absolutely. to baseball. Uh, and the first one I kind of looked at was Josh Beckett. Uh, you know, he, he had, he, he's had a pretty solid career. But when I looked at him closer, he kind of fell into that, well, he didn't really wear that number all that much. Most of his career, his best years, he was number 19. And there's only a few years where he flipped 19 over and became 61. So he was only 61 a couple of years. So instead, I went with a guy. Okay, I know. He plays for Cincinnati again. Give me a break. Bronson Arroyo, which is another great tip name. Bronson Arroyo uh, was, a, was a longtime starter for the Cincinnati yeah. Reds. He was number 61. Uh, his career uh, win-loss, he was 148 and 137. So he, he won more games than he lost over his career. Uh, and he was 61 the entire time. So Bronson Arroyo is my 61. I think you're phoning a lot of these in, George. <laughs> I'm, I'm disappointed. 148 wins. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Don't worry, people. He's a lot smarter <laughs> normally. So I'm sure 
you know, the alcohol wear off in time for next week's show. Okay, George, you get the you get to close it out. Number sixty. I'm sure there's some uh, <laughs> middle relief pitcher that wore number that, that sixty that you're must have played dying for the Reds. About, so no, absolutely no. I'm I've got right. two strong candidates at number sixty, and and uh, both are in the Hall of Fame. Uh, one though, again, he only wore number 60 for a couple of years and he spent most of his years as number 14. That was Otto Graham. Otto Graham is not my number 60. As much as I love the fact that there was a quarterback who wore number 60, uh, for most of his career, he was 14. So I'm going, I'm not going with Otto Graham and I am going with the Eagle Hall of Famer, Chuck Bednarik. Well, I love the I love this Chuck Budnarik guy. He was eight-time Pro Bowler, six All-Pro. He was the last full-time two-way player in the NFL. The guy played he played the entire game. He played uh, I think he played like center on offense and linebacker on defense, and uh, and he had a great nickname too. I think his nickname was it was Concrete Chuck, just for as hard as he hit people. So yeah, you know, you know, you like Concrete Ooh, that's a Chuck. Good one. Uh, so, and he was number 60. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, so yeah, so I'm, I'm going with that. That's, that's pretty solid. That's better than Bronson Arroyo and Java Chamberlain combined. Yeah. Just, just when I think you couldn't do anything more stupid, you go and do something like this. <laughs> yeah. Totally redeem yourself. Right. Okay. Well, I did stick with Otto Graham because he was number 60. That is so cool. And it's not like he wanted to change. The NFL changed the ah. rules for numbers in 1965, so he was forced okay. to change right. to number we, 14. We... So, okay, I'll, it wasn't I'll his fault. That, but, you know, maybe if he'd, uh, you know, said, "Okay, well, I'll be quarterback on offense, but like Chuck, but Narek, I'll be a linebacker on defense, so I can keep my number 60." I'd have had more respect for him. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You should have figured out a loophole. They, they should, yeah. You think they could have yeah. grandfathered the guy okay, like so, that or something? I mean, come on. Yes. Yeah. Where's the grandfather clause? What's wrong with these people? There's, they were lacking yeah, no a lot doubt. of good lawyers no doubt. back in the day. I can see that. Okay, that's 60 through 79. Uh, I think we'll wrap it up there for this week. Um, <laughs> George, you did terrible overall, but, but – Keep coming back. It'll get better. Um, but I think now we're getting into 50s, yep. 40s. We yep. get to the 40s. We get to more baseball. Um, 50s, I, guess, I think we could have some yep. really good football And players. And I'm, I'm, I've got a lot more uh, Pittsburgh Penguin defensemen to get through. So looking forward to that. Yeah. <laughs> good. Yeah. Good. That whole team's yeah. on there. That's outstanding. All right, George, good work. I'll talk to you next week.